0: you have suffered the loss of a child, you will know that the pain, emptiness, and longing changes you. This is VILOMA, hosted by Jeanne van den Jeanne is a social worker in private practice and life coach specializing in trauma and bereavement counseling, and through this series, she hopes to let parents who have lost a child know that they are not alone.
1: John how
2: are you? Good morning Kathleen I'm very well thank you how are you doing?
1: I'm good thank you. John in our last podcast we discussed unsuccessful grief and how some parents struggle to move through the three stages of grieving successfully and how they get stuck in the situation where they're not moving forward they're still unhappy they're still in an unhealthy way longing for things to be the same as it was. If I'm in a position where a friend, a family member or a colleague is dealing with unsuccessful grief or grief in general, maybe it's in in the first stages of grief, how can I best support them?
2: Catherine, very important question and thank you for that. From the prophet, there is this very significant saying, you give but little, when you give of your possessions. It is when you give of yourself that you truly give. So confronting loss and death is hard for us survivors. We feel overwhelmed and helpless when we hear of another's loss. One consequence of the denial of death is our society as that we are often ignorant and unskilled in coping with loss, be it our own or others. So we may want to help, but we don't know how. So I have a number of ways that we can help others in grief. A grieving friend needs our friendship and support to get through and complete the mourning process. We must reach out and take the initiative in offering help. To say, you must let me know what you need, doesn't help Kathleen. Because the grieving person will not do that. We need to reach out.
1: So you need to say, for example, you need to say, can I make your dinner tonight? Can I bring something for you to eat tonight? Exactly,
2: exactly. All right. We must reach out and do the initiative. The valuable thing, the most valuable thing that we have is our presence. It's more important than our knowledge or advice for the companionship of the family and the friends. We can help at first in the beginning stages with our grieving friend to sit near, holding a hand, giving a hug, passing a tissue, crying together, listening, sharing our feelings. In other words, what the bereaved need most is our acknowledgement of the pain and sorrow. That is the very first step. We both must realize we cannot erase that pain, Kathleen. In coping with loss, the bereaved are greatly depleted of energy. So the presence of somebody helps the energy renewed. Often we imagine there's a right way to act. If only we know what the right way is. So we struggle to find the exact words. And as we said in a previous podcast, we say all the wrong things. A simple, I am sorry, is enough. The bereaved is need not to suffer alone. So often the greatest gift we can offer them. Alone is harder. Alone is when fear and anguish are overwhelming. How am I forever will get through this? Alone accentuates the despair and the emptiness of the loss. So it's important that we realize that they also have different needs during the different phases of grief. So for the initial shock, practical help, yes. Can I bring you some dinner? Can I pick up the other kids from school? Who do you want me to phone to cancel your appointments? Those things are the initial help.
1: And it makes sense because you're so overwhelmed. You've got all these things to do, but you you don't even have the energy to try and do it. You don't know. Do you have a
2: diary? Give me your phone. Let me check. You know, things like that. But then later on, the emotional support through the period of grief is also very important. If we go back to how it is right at the beginning, the raw feelings of sorrow, anguish, anger, regret, longing. Grief is physical, exhausting, feel empty. Tension, sleeplessness, and loss of appetite. Through our emotional support, keep this in mind. After two or three months, it might be worse. They don't sleep. My friend is, is losing weight. She doesn't eat. See it for what it is in that time. Because this is when I get the phone call. They need counseling right away because I can see they're not coping. Instead of acknowledging this is part of the way. And then we, we, we put a burden on our friend by telling them it's wrong how you grieve because you're not eating. Instead of giving something small and healthy to eat and say, wow, you've done well, instead of putting some extra burden on the person, because there's always this feeling of this is right and this is wrong, and this is not how we can support them.
1: I think it's very important not to be judgmental during this this stage, correct?
2: Exactly, exactly. There's not an expert way of doing this. There is not a table With you do one, two, three, four, five, and you are through it. But also for you, want to support. So that you also do not plant this thought in your friend's head that how she is grieving is not good. It is important that we acknowledge what they need. So during the first months, the friend needs to face the reality and the pain of the loss to say goodbye to a loved one. So I have learned so many times that family and friends think by ignoring the word death and ignoring the unimaginable loss and not talking about the deceased, they think that it helps because they don't remind them of the person that died. And this is such a pity because all we want to do is talk. Your friend wants to talk. About the person who died. They need to be listened to over and over on what they miss, what they cherish, and how hard it is. They need to be encouraged to talk about their needs and their feelings and their emotions. So, this is where we come in. So, when I want to assist my friend, when I want to give support, I need to decide whether I can tolerate their pain. It is extremely painful to witness the intense mourning. It is tempting when uncomfortable, when because others are in the throes of grief, to shut them off and to encourage them to stop crying, to deny their pain, or to try to rush them through the painful mourning process. But fully grieving is healthy and necessary. So, if it's too hard for me, Kathleen, to witness, to sit with my friend, it is wrong for us to put us in the ordeal. Then we can assist by telephoning, sending a message of encouragement, or do then any errand that whatever needs to be done away from the home. So, people in the throes of grief, they are extremely sensitive to others around them and they will know if you can stand their pain or not. Often those who have already had a loss are the ones who understand and know and might be of great help. It is important to be sensitive about how long we visit someone that is in mourning. Some visitors are extremely insensitive. It is as if they want to talk about anything else that's happening in their lives, but they do not look at the person and ask, how are you doing? Or, I can see you are suffering. I'm just here to give you a hug. I have experienced that in my own life, that you wish they will just go. That is not helping. That is very insensitive. Sending flowers is a very uh, beautiful way of also I'm thinking of you or donating to a charity in memory of the deceased. It shows that I care. Sometimes I have some mementos of the deceased. Keep that in a little box. Maybe write a letter or something that you have experienced and keep it and give it to the friend of yours. Later on, it will be so much worthy for a scrapbook or an album. Stories and clippings about the deceased is a wonderful gift. I found this beautiful photo of your child together with the others. I wanted to give this to you. Another very nice thought is poetry. They are the most beautiful poems and maybe something that you can write yourself and you just leave it a silent something that they can read over and over. So there are many ways to help. Do what you feel you can handle, but be sensitive of their needs. So I think and I trust, Kathleen, that this will give some thoughts about helping others with grief.
1: Thank you, John. Yes, absolutely. I think it's very helpful and it it will help a lot of people understand how they can best support their their friends and colleagues going going through this process. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. Thank you, Kathleen. And for the parents
2: and the friends out there, if you need any assistance, you're welcome to contact me, Guidance to Grow, on Facebook. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to VILOMA. Visit www.guidancetogrow.co.cd to find out more about Jean van den Berg, social worker in private practice and life coach specializing in trauma and bereavement counseling. If you have lost a child and would like to connect with Jean, please email info at guidance2grow.co.za and follow Guidance to Grow SA on Facebook.